Welcome to Prescription for Improvement. I'm Vanessa Balmer, bringing you your regular dose of quality in healthcare. I'm here today to talk about family presence. Within AHS, we are growing our recognition of the important role that families play in patient care. Um, I have a bunch of people here with me today to help me talk about this, so I think I'll just pass it over to them and let them all introduce themselves. I am Joanne Miller. I'm a wife of the patient. Hi, my name is Greg Miller, and I was the patient. Had a total knee replacement done. Hi, my name is Devin Bryant, and I am a recovery room nurse. And I'm Joanne Cabrera, the executive director of the surgery program at South Health Campus. Great. Thank you all, first of all, for joining me today. I'm really excited to go into this topic a little bit with you all. Um, so, Greg, you were saying that you had your total knee replacement. So, can you just tell us a little bit what your um, your experience was like and um, if you were fortunate enough to have your family by your side, I guess, for that experience. Uh, yes, my wife was allowed to come into the recovery room, talk to her a little bit. Most of the time I did not really know what was going on because of my anesthesia, but it was good. The patients, or the staff were excellent. I was impressed with the way everybody was right on and happy and no problems there, it was really good. Perfect. And can you tell us what it was like for you to be able to be in the room with him then during his recovery? Well, as you know, it's a very long day. I live way out north, so we were up at crack of dawn, and uh, the doctor, I did go back home because it was going to be quite a long day, and uh, she called me and said he was all done, and it all went well. And I come back to the hospital, and he's not in a, in a room. And, and you get put in a hallway and, and they don't really tell you what's going on. And so finally I did, I was allowed to go in the recovery room and go check him and, it, you know, he was fine and I did what I could. It's a busy place, but I felt very happy to see him. And the anxiety was much lowered once, of course, you see your patient, your loved one. Of course, yeah, for sure. And I'm just going to ask you two now, um, what does family presence mean on your side, I guess, what, what does it mean to you? Um, so, thank you, and um, it's a big question for South Health Campus because we built this hospital on four foundational pillars and one of them is patient and family-centered care, so we are fairly intentional on um, and looking on places where we can make that happen. And there's some traditional areas of healthcare where there haven't been um, there hasn't been a, a family presence, and um, the recovery room or PACU is one of those areas. So we do have a guideline. We do allow um, our patients' families in as soon as it's safe to do that. It is a change in culture. So sometimes for nurses who maybe have worked in other places where that didn't happen, um, it is truly um, something that we're working through. But we do that in all areas in PACU. So when um, moms who've had a delivery in the operating room by c-section come out with their babe then their family we allow the families in to get to see them really quickly um i'm not sure if greg remembers but he um, it was a fairly long time until he was able to get a room from a capacity perspective so he spent a, a good long while in the recovery room before he could go up so to allow uh, have the ability to allow the family to come in and just spend some time and and as Joanne said, make sure that they're okay, um, alleviate some fears, but also um, really, and, and um, we'll probably have some more conversation around it, but allow the staff to 
um, see that that's okay and, and be able to move away from that kind of care back to the patients who have just come out of the recovery room, I think is also beneficial. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, it helps uphold our pillar, but we also think that it's the right thing to do for the patient and their family. And yeah, Devin, for you, what do you, um, well, yeah, what do you feel about it, I guess? For me, I think I see, um, especially when you first bring a family back, a lot of relief especially in the support person that's waiting outside. So as soon as you see that, I think it really reinforces the importance of involving family in patient care in every step that you can. So like Joanne said, as soon as it's safe, we really do try and get family back. And she also spoke to how it does make our, our day a little bit easier because then you know you have, even to have someone there chatting with the patient and making sure they're awake and they're feeling okay and sometimes it's even family that can prompt us and they say oh they're feeling this can even before the patient does so I think it just adds to their care so yeah I think you touched on this a little bit um, but family presence I guess is more than just a visitor in in the room so um, did you feel involved in the care at all um, when Greg was getting his oh for sure for sure, it's, uh, you know, how are you feeling? Are you tired? Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. And I guess from your perspective too, do you try and involve the families in decision-making um, and, and that kind of piece as well? Um, Absolutely, in every way we can. Because at the end of the day, everybody, I mean, the patients know themselves and the family knows the patient way better than we ever could hope to in the short period of time we get to know them. So um, involving them really early in their care, I think, just adds to it and can even make it from what we've seen something more sustainable so if there's some things we can do immediately in recovery even to teach them a few small things and to teach the family as well then going forward as they progress towards going home after their surgery there's less things to learn as they go move towards discharge because we've already kind of touched on a few things and we've been kind of building that base right from the start. Um, I think I want to talk a little bit more about how Self Health Campus is um, making this transition I guess so um, I think most people wouldn't be surprised to know that this is different than, you know, how healthcare maybe has been seen or has been operating um, for the last little bit. So um, what do you think, I guess, is really truly different that you're doing here and how are you doing it? It's a good question. I don't think South Health Campus can um, take full ownership of patient and family-centered care. Really, I think that everyone is striving to do the best that they can with that. I think we were really lucky to be open, to be able to open a brand new hospital and really concentrate on some foundational pillars with which to open them. And so we, you know, opening with a foundation like that and having that as part of what you're doing is very different than trying to change a culture somewhere else. But I, I can't diminish the work that's being done elsewhere in Alberta Health Services around that and and um, I know that Greg has a story about him um, being able to see his father in a different hospital in PACU where they don't maybe have a guideline or a policy in place and the difference that it him made but I'll let, I'll let him, him speak to that. I think from our site's perspective because we um, we keep it at the forefront I mean it's talked about in orientation it's talked about in the welcome booklets the patients know about it um, on admission because we go through it with them um, and it isn't just in the recovery room it's everywhere so we built our rooms with patient and family involvement so they had a say in what they looked like and there's space in there for them to say we don't have visiting hours like there's no overhead that comes on and says you have to go home now so it's it's um, allowing that full um, participation in the whole pathway of care. So, um, you know, I think we're just 
really doing our best to provide evidence-based um, health practice that a patient and their family are really the drivers of their own health care and need to therefore be able to participate in all avenues of it, especially in an acute care episode. Um, Greg, she mentioned a story. Would you mind? Oh, yeah. yeah. Us, My father had a stroke about two years ago. And they took him from Black Diamond Hospital to the foothills. And there was no beds at the time. It was late in the night when we went there. So they didn't mind if I just sat in the recovery room after they checked them all out and everything. It worked good because my dad can be cantankerous at the certain times. And as soon as I was there, that he was listening to me. He wasn't listening to anybody else, but he would listen to me. And that kept him calmer. I knew he was still giving her. And that was, that was about it. It was just very good to be in there. I stayed out of the way. In fact, I even once gave up the chair. I hadn't sat on the floor for a while because they were busy. They were so busy. But wow. And great people there, too. Yeah, mm -hmm. they? Yeah. I just would, the only thing I can really say is I think it really helped my dad. Otherwise, he'd have been thrashing around and trying to get up. and mm -hmm. Probably helped him and the providers, I guess, yeah, at the yeah. time, too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. For sure. Can I add to that a bit? Absolutely. That's definitely something we see a lot. Well, at least oh. I've seen in recovery. Um, Sometimes you just need to see a friendly face that Somebody you know. recognize, yeah, right? You're yeah. having a very stressful, eventful, and sometimes not in a good eventful day, right? So seeing a friendly face and someone who knows you and can kind of comfort you in a way that you are familiar with, I think is amazing and really important. And like you said, you see a lot of patients that um, as soon as they bring family back, they're a lot more settled and they feel a lot more comfortable. So I've heard a couple of times, um, you know, mentioning that we allow the family in once we're ready or or that kind of thing so obviously family presence isn't just a doors wide open policy everyone welcome 24 7 so um can you just explain kind of what uh i guess what family presence actually means sure um i think the biggest issue is when you don't know and so i mean speaking to to our patient and family centered care group and speaking to our citizen advisory team that's always the um, the resounding theme that comes through is patients and their families want to know about what's going on with their care. And so from a, from a family perspective, if they were able to know that, you know, I, they do want me in there. It's just that something else is happening right now, and I actually want them to be doing what they need to do right now for, for whoever needs it, then that's okay. I mean, I think that, that that isn't just in the recovery room. That's sort of resounding through the hospital. I think if we have patients that um, sometimes we have to have um, in overcapacity spaces, so we have uh, occasionally more than one patient in a room, and if the staff need to ask the family from another patient to leave because something's happened, that's never an issue either, right? So it's it's sort of a just a progression of the healthcare and sort of really paying attention to being... Um, able to provide the care that's needed at that time. Great. Um, so I think one other question that I have um, with this this whole concept of family presence and um, yeah, family being allowed into the rooms and, and that kind of thing, um, who gets to define the family? Is it, you know, just blood relatives? Is it um, only people that are married, for instance, or how does that work? In, in what I've seen, we really let the patient define what, what their family is and who they feel they want there to support them. Um, so that's typically what I go by. Um, I always, tr we always 
check with the patient, is it okay if so-and-so is called? Is it okay if we bring them back for a visit? And it's usually fine, but we let them decide who they feel needs to be there at that point in time. And in most cases, it, it'll just be whoever went to the hospital was the one mm-hmm. that's carrying the most anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, right. for sure. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's a good point, though. I mean, we don't... We don't um, differentiate between, um, you know, like in the old days when we did, and and that I think has become a very important piece of patient and family-centered care. It is your support system and your loved one and who you define your family is. Um, I'd just like to say that I'm I'm super proud of our PACU team um, on this site because they really do embrace this pillar and, um, you know, all the way from their managers to their educators to the fabulous staff. Um, it's something that they feel is important and have embraced it. And so um, I'm just super proud of them and I'm proud to be part of that team. And I think building off that too, like any change is sometimes challenging, right? But I think this is definitely a good change and we're hearing that from patients at the bedside, families. And I think even if we, we kind of as healthcare providers put ourselves in their shoes and think of what it would be like to be in that waiting room waiting for a family member. Um, it's really important. It's a good change, right? So Definitely. it takes some time, but. Yeah, I think if you can um, see and hear the positive impacts, it makes mm-hmm. it easier to um, you know sustain the change for sure. Definitely. Especially in PACU because it's a non-traditional place to have family, mm-hmm. right? So we're, we're really trying to expand that pillar of patient and family-centered care and presence everywhere we can. And so um, for it to be such a big change in a place like that, um, I think it's terrific. Awesome. Um, So I just wanted to know, obviously you said, um, you touched on it a little bit about, um, you know, being able to be at his bedside kind of alleviated some of your stress and anxiety as well. Um, So I'm just wondering if on the flip side, if you could kind of describe how you would have felt had you not been able to go in there. I would have been, I would have been worried. Um... I would have been anxious for sure. Um, it's just the unknown, mm-hmm. and to be able to see them and and help them, be there for them. Great. Nobody knows them better than you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yep. Glass of water when you need it. Yeah. Anything like that. Are you cold? Because the you... staff is busy. So. Yeah, for sure. Else can Are you bring cold? Are you hot? Are you comfortable? You want to go up, down? Yeah. An extra set of hands, I yeah. guess. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel helpful. Yeah, because awesome. they're all busy. Definitely, you know, all the nurses. Yeah, it is definitely helpful. We definitely yeah. do appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So I'm guessing it isn't always easy um, to, you know, allow the families into the rooms or to involve them fully in decision making or or providing care or anything like that. So I'm just wondering if there are any barriers that you experience. Um, um, yeah, there are definitely some challenges. Um, it's really, the challenge I think is just balancing um, the needs of every patient in the room as far as privacy and safety, as well as the needs of the family outside, right? So in our wide open PACU that's all one room, you can have various patients with different levels of need. Maybe some patients are needing a little more care and attention after surgery. And I think um, just trying to make sure everybody is safe, first of all, um, and then maintaining their privacy, especially if maybe someone's a bit more vocal or um, something's going on and really trying to balance all that in everyone's 
best interests as well as making sure we're not maybe bringing the family back into a situation that they don't want to see for another patient or something. Um, from an organizational perspective, I think, um, and, and again, I think we're very lucky at this site, but I think change, um, as Devin said earlier, is sometimes um, a bit of a challenge. So. It, it's very different if this is the first place you've ever worked as opposed to if you've worked somewhere else that, that had a different policy or a different practice. And then you have to integrate your way of giving care to include the patient and family presence. And so occasionally we still have, um, we still have some challenges with that, although over time that gets less and less, I think. Um, and at, at the end of the day, um, we're all here for one reason, right? And that's because we're in healthcare and because we care about the patient and family and we care about making it the best experience for them possible. So overcoming those challenges hasn't been super hard at all. And we're moving in the right direction. And it's really good to hear um, a patient and their family say that. Um, so when you were in the room with your husband, did you did you get a sense that the staff was you know, um, supportive of you being helpful, you know, raising the bed, lowering the bed, that kind of thing? Or was that something that you just felt, no, I'm going to do it and did it? Well, I am a caregiver for my elderly father-in-law and my, and my mother, and I was full bore. And, and uh, you know, if they didn't have time to get him some water, show me where, I'll, I'll go get it. Um, yeah, I had no problem. They were, they were, uh, Right on. I did, of course, I didn't step out of my boundaries or whatnot, but yeah, I was allowed to close curtains, open curtains, come and go. So yeah. they met you. Yeah, they made you feel nice and comfortable yep. to they sure did. take yep. charge. Perfect. Yep. Awesome. Yep. All right. So that wraps up our podcast on family presence. Uh, thank you all so much for joining me today. It was really eye-opening to hear about all the work being done and um, to hear some, some firsthand experience as well to go with that. So uh, again, thank you very much. Um, and if you want to learn anything more about anything that we chatted about today, just feel free to take a look at the resources on the bottom of the page here. Thank you for having us. It was quite an enjoyable experience. Yes, thank you very much. I hope that this little meeting will be very helpful. I just want to say that you got to help the people when they're laying in the bed. Well, I... Thanks for coming and sharing your experience because it's not always something we get to see and it's, um, it's, it's good to hear and I think it just reinforces the importance of this and why we need to be doing it. So, I agree. I think the, the healthcare team um, is the whole team, including the patient and their family. So I also thank you for coming and this was really great. For, thanks for having us. Awesome. Yeah, thanks again. And uh, be sure to subscribe and like our podcast to tune in next time. <laughs>